listening to What We Say in the Shadows, dedicated to the FX show What We Do in the Shadows. Join us as we suck you into the world of the vampires of Staten Island. So sit back, relax, let your guard down, and join the ride in our journey to total domination. Hello and welcome to What We Say in the Shadows. We're back! Exactly one year after we recorded last year. I was looking at the dates right next to each other. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. that's the last episode aired in July? No, no, no. The first episode of last season episode, uh, aired on July 12th. And this one aired July 13th. So we're back a year exactly after the first, a year and nine. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. I can do this. <laughs> okay. There's math. 43 weeks, exactly, since the last time we saw them. Yes. Okay. Since the four no, of us. No, no. No. 44, because so, there's two episodes every first airing. Okay. All right. I am so glad I got that out of the way. Okay. So we 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 got to talk about the first and second episodes last year, and we're doing it again with the same crew of dedicated professionals. Uh, so uh, with us today uh, are uh, Andy. Dark greetings, Andy. Dark greetings, Christy. Thank you. And also, Quint. Hello. How you doing? And Matt. Hello. Because he lives here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's open this with the first episode, 5.1, if you're keeping track, of The Mall. So, Matt, do you have the stats? Yeah. Um, I just wrote down some minor ones this year uh, that seem to be consistent on IMDb posting. So... Uh, starting with Yana Griskaya, director who's at least done the last two seasons of some to some extent, and then writer Marika Sawyer, which I recognize, I may recognize from this as well, but I was like, I know that from something else. So I quick looked, and she's been a writer for Saturday Night Live for 14 years. Oh wow! Yeah, and I mean, I know a lot of people shit on Saturday Night Live like in the past 30 years for not being funny, but every episode there's something <laughs> funny. So I mean. She's got a pedigree of work behind her, amongst other things too. But that surprised me, and I bet you. I've seen that name in Saturday Night Live credits more, and it's that's where the recognize, rec- recognition might have been coming from. Uh, for IMDb, 8.0 right now as the time of this recording. We'll see what happens as the time goes. And I'm not saying that as, as a bad thing. We'll just say, we'll see if that goes up or down with the uh, eight more weeks there is of airing of this show. You're reflecting on your, your comment about people shooting on Saturday Night Live. I mean, they do, but... Do you imagine how prolific you have to be to write a show like that <laughs> exactly. over, you know, and stay relevant and current? And I don't know. I think they do a pretty good job. There's hit and miss for sure. But I think uh, people who are looking for the good old days of Saturday Night Live don't realize that they were always hit and miss. True. That's true. Oh, yeah. And when I saw that, another completely unrelated thing popped into my head. After, like, I guess about halfway through the season, this past season of Mandalorian, there was a meme floating around of a picture of Jack Black and Lizzo, and it had the Saturday Night Live logo on it, like, as a still shot from it. And I've now gotten to the point in my personal history where I think that's a real thing that happened. It's <laughs> uh, <that was> awesome. <clears throat> uh, so, as being the ever descriptive descriptor, IMDb, the only thing they have about the description of this episode is. The vampires discover the mall. And you now uh, to be to the credit of IMDb. I I mean these were already written before that episode even got 
got aired. So perhaps they are just guessing. I, I don't know. I, I think they just didn't want to give away a big secret. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. They don't, they don't do them all to like, like spoiler alert. They don't do them all till halfway through the episode. Yeah. And they, the whole reason they go there is to go to the eye doctor for another piece of story reveal that I know we're going to get to. So the mall is like, in, like secondary to what this show's really, this episode's really about. Yeah. And, and I mean, with the cliffhanger last season, I don't know that they really could have given a title or description for <laughs> an episode like this without completely spoiling things. I yeah. wonder if that's going to have an effect on the uh, the rating, though, the ranking, because people are going to hear the mall and they're just going to remember some stuff about the mall and not remember yeah, other stuff about other it. Stuff. But, but yeah, but like, I mean, true, you can't give away the big secret for this opening season premiere. No, <laughs> with such a big cliffhanger. So, speaking of big cliffhangers, let's get into some. <laughs> Top, that was a that, that was, was the a, worst transition you've I ever know, done it really on any is. show it you really hosted. Is. I don't think anybody's ever spoken of big cliffhangers yeah. before. Speaking of that mid nineteen nineties vehicle starring Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> we do not over the top. We do not. Be, <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, we do not speak of Stallone on this podcast. I was um, going to say you uh, you chose Stallone intentionally, didn't you? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You know the buttons to push. Now I gotta look oh, up man. when Cliffhanger actually came out. If he shows up as a guest in this season, I mean, I'm done. Oh God, I'm done. <laughs> why would he? Well, well again, you, know, why, you know exactly why, why would, would the guy he? from um, that? What the heck was it? Uh, shit, the prank show. I can't remember. Impractical Jokers. Why was he on? Oh that yeah, well he's from Long Island, so that oh, makes sense. Okay. Well, what about the loan would have to be. Per- Somewhere in that vicinity. What about the guy from uh, the Dallas Steve? Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, because he was in Blade. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. I was okay. making sense. So yeah, Sylvester yeah, <laughs> Stallone would be a stretch. But yes. Stallone hasn't made a vampire movie yet, so he's <laughs> no. still got some stuff to fill out his card. <laughs> no, we can we can leave that off because then he'll end up on the show. Maybe they'll uh, need to demolish the house and they'll kidnap him and saying, "I got the demolition man." <laughs> <laughs> I heard about this Judge Dredd. He sounds so cool. Okay. Oh, God, I forgot he was so straight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into our three takeaways. So, my first is that Sylvester Stallone is not in this episode. (laughs) Overruled. Ah. All right. All right, let's start with Quint. Quint, what is your first takeaway? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Nadja's line uh, while they're in the mall and they're shopping at the bear store. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I don't have to say uh, it, but I'm glad we're talking about it. I am looking for the exact proportions of Venus herself when her pussy was serving the butcher's tea. Nipples so sharp they are on the most wanted list in a tank that can sign its own checks. <laughs> and looking brilliant, and the delivery was amazing. I just like I love her so much, and she just. Just perfect delivery. And of all those, everything in there to unpack, I think the one I focused on most was trying to figure out what this list is and where I could find it is is the nipples so sharp they're on the most wanted list. I didn't quite understand, not understand, but that's the one that caught my attention, I should say. 
But the pussy serving witches tea. I didn't say they didn't all (laughs) get my attention. I said that was the one I fixated on. Was it it witches tea or butcher's tea? Because I couldn't. I, I didn't have the, a closed caption. Which is tea with the closed caption. Which is tea with the yeah. Oh, okay. But it did sound like butchers. Oh, the yeah. butchers tea. I, you know what? It's you know what? I'm going to throw this in. I'm not even going to make it my one, and I'm not going to make it a, a, a Patreon one. There may be some mistranslation in the um, closed captions because I have a note on here that I had to stop and look up to see if I was wrong or if the trans or if the closed caption was wrong because Lazo say he's still a perfectly adequate familia and they wrote familia like yeah, a Spanish yeah. word. And I was like, wait a minute, am I wrong? Is it been familia and not familiar this whole time? So I looked it up and it is familiar with an R. Now they might've been writing out his affectation, but I don't think they were. I think that was a direct translation typo in a sense. I had something weird happen when I was doing the trans the uh, closed captioning. At one point, it was gibberish. Like I looked up the, and I was like, no, oh, "Yeah, the data the closed like, captioning was like yeah. the words, yeah. the the typed words were yeah." Like somebody had a stroke in the middle of typing out the closed captioning. That's happened oh, wow. to me when I've had to rewind. Like the first thing that comes back when I rewind it is like just text it's just a junk. yeah. It's well, a bunch that makes of, me like, feel like that. Like maybe it's. Com- I didn't know if it was computer generated because it's computer generated. It wouldn't know the difference between like saying familia. Right. His that's affectation. And then like he's saying it in a Spanish way. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure which it is. Obviously I don't know, but it would be a second data stream. So even if it was hand typed and loaded, like loading the second data stream could get garbled at one point. So it's, yeah. I still don't know. I don't know who to ask and probably not going to worry that much about it after this <laughs> conversation. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're seeming to fixate on it. So well, uh, all season to figure it out. I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure it's living rent free in your head right if now. If I see one more misspelled word <laughs> in closed caption, I'm gonna lose my mind. Last 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 season, it was counting the wishes that Nandor yeah. uses. This yes. season, it's counting the amount of Mis- typos in the closed caption. Yes. <laughs> which is great until the last episode when they totally screwed it up, showing him on like the B and the wishing for his coffin to be closed and all. Yeah, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> All right, Andy, your takeaway, your first takeaway. Uh, my first takeaway is it felt like um, Matt Barry was back to normal. Uh, oh, yeah. Started off the season strong, especially with the line where he said he had a sex doctor. <laughs> he he had a meeting with a sex doctor, and Guillermo was like, no, you took a quiz on sex in the city. He's like, I got Kim Cattrall. I don't know who that is, but uh, she's fine and down to fuck. I'm for it. And then he says, fine diagnosis. <laughs> like, it's just everything he was saying, like in, in the mall too. like, I'm going to add this in there, but just his, his descriptions of the stores when he's like, that's a baby village. Good thing to put them all in one spot. <laughs> this is where people will shop. Ugh. Like it was just, it was so good. He was peak Matt Berry. And it, it just felt, it just felt every time he was on the screen, all of his joke, everything he says is a, hundred percent out of the park joke and he delivers it so well like it's just yeah he is definitely back to back at least in these first two episodes yeah that's why i feel like that other time he i think he might have been sick i think he might have had like of the flu or or covid at the time not probably not covid if he's filmed with everybody else but like i know i think that was two seasons ago now but he just yeah i think it was he two where he just seemed Low energy, energy drop off. Yeah. yeah. Or like 
I just seeing this, I'm like, yep, Lazlo's back. We got him. We're good. And it might have been like I know at least last season Matt Berry was in a different position where he's like <clears throat> he's he's playing Colin Daddy. Yeah. And maybe that wasn't just up his alley quite as much, something like that. I don't know, but but I agree with you. I think Matt's back. Matt Berry's yeah. back on on his thing. Well, he definitely showed his range last season with with uh with that sensitive side and with the caring and stuff, but now that he doesn't have to do that and he's he doesn't really have anything else, he's arrogant. back to being a <laughs> He's back to being Laszlo, uh, whatever his last name is. I know what it is, but I get Cravensworth. Laszlo Cravensworth. But he's so. he's got a he's a little more he's got a little more depth to him than he had before that. And I think maybe it's just me reading into it, but I think there is a bit to the writing of this of him being a little more cognizant of other people because he is absolutely fixated on what's wrong with Guillermo and normally he wouldn't oh, yeah. give a shit. So I think right. I think they wrote that into his character as a as a holdover from what he went through last season too, which I really yeah. liked. They they definitely his character, I think all the characters but especially his have shown growth and they're not just one note right. six, and you, but you can't be one note through five going on six seasons next year. True. Because it would yeah. just get boring and like it just knocks it out of the park for me every time. But yeah, just to start the episode off being like, yep, I'm down. That's a fine diagnosis. <laughs> it's like, you just took it. <laughs> it was great. Um, I feel like my, my uh, takeaway is highlighted and I made sure that I went right after Andy because Derek <laughs> thinks that Nandor's name is Andy. I, I wrote that down. <laughs> And it was so funny because Andy's such a random name for a vampire. That's the best line. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> like Derek isn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, why would so like not only would Andy be a random name for a vampire, but Nandor. Right. Yeah. This this person who walks around in this outfit, it talks like that and acts like that. If his name was Andy, that would be weird <laughs> <laughs> but i wrote it as i typed it out i was like derek thinks nandor's name is andy that's so random and i'm like that's one letter off of your last name <laughs> <laughs> i was drawing conclusions. oh i get it it took yeah. a second <laughs> well i hope hope no one was uh or i hope andy wasn't trying to keep his anonymity in that someone's about to dox him <laughs> rabsom <laughs> I didn't say which letter. Oh, <laughs> Rapsom. I like that. Rapsom. All right, Matt, your takeaway. Okay. Um, I have it here. I just need to find the, the details because it's piggybacking off of, uh, well, actually, Quint's kind of leapfrogged mine because mine is, well, first, just the fact that Nadia Dahl was there. That's always going to be on my list. But yep. the, the whole story, and I'll probably save most of the details for um our patreon big bite but the story of of her getting her legs crushed by nadia while she was drunk and then colin robin's repair of her which oh, is he replaced her lower <gasps> torso with one of those stupid animal stuffed animal <laughs> bodies where you press a button and it sings half of a song and does something and in this case it makes her lift her dress and sing i feel good but throwing her commentary in between the lines which was i missed <laughs> half of what she said the first time because I was laughing so hard but watching it again today is like her saying she sings I feel good and she's like no I don't and then just <laughs> like all that stuff in between that was I was not expecting any of what I just described the whole backstory 
the whole Colin Robinson repairing her, and then the reveal when they're like, push the button. Don't push that button. But it's so cute when we push the button. And then she, that happens. It was hilarious. I that was, that was great. I was so happy to see her from the get-go. But then on top of that, now we have that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to Quint. Your next takeaway. All right. This one's sort of a short snippet and it's uh i guess it's setting up a little bit of stuff for next episode but um the entire basketball scene with (laughs) nandor was just amazing i i mean i i laughed so hard i had to pause and then rewind it and, and watch it again because just as soon as he started walking out onto the court and mass hypnosis for the entire basketball game and the basketball players just freezing and dropping basketball and i, I just yeah i lost it i could not stop laughing and then <laughs> delivery was just so straight that it was just yeah it was amazing that was and it was all because like he slipped and nobody <laughs> yeah, saw it right and yet damage control has to be done because i can't look bad i was uh, I was laughing at the whole announcement over the speaker of him hypnotizing everyone the first time that I missed that the basketball players were also involved, which makes perfect sense and until that guy dropped the ball and it just kind of bounced off screen. Yeah, it was it was truly um, like and, and you know, uh, because I think about these things sometimes too deeply, but it's like how much production crew and how much, you know, on scene stuff or, or on set stuff they had to do just to get this like 20 second clip is just insane oh yeah right you know they for I, sure I, they, they for sure had to like stop they for sure had to be like at a basketball game like a real brooklyn nets basketball game and say to everyone everyone be quiet when we say to be quiet there's a guy gonna come out here right. and like and just yeah the level of production for that is just for such a short just it's a t- 20 second throwaway joke you know <laughs> yeah well they're like that's that's one of two huge production pieces in this. That is with a bunch of people, which is a one thing that's hard to control. Then there's what Andy talked about earlier, where Laszlo's walking through commenting on the different stores. It looks like such a throwaway piece, like they filmed him walking for 10 minutes and cut the best together. But when you think about that they had to make up store signs and make these signs and light them up and, and mm-hmm. take off what was on that store and put that up, that was a huge experience expensive thing for like a six second clip if it's even that long i like it i like it when shows do that because what it tells me is they're like guys we got to use up some of this money they're throwing (laughs) money at us we're doing so well we got to use it up there's i can't remember what show it is but but they like they're just like they're just giving us money we gotta spend it (laughs) so that we can keep it so they just find reasons to like do the most expensive things possible right and it's just like I mean, they're giving us the money. We're a hit show. We're here for season six. Like, I don't know what you buy. Like, give the money to yeah. the actors yeah. and the writers yeah. and the, and the yeah, crew. right now. But also, exactly. got to spend the money somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's. It, I think it's one of those things where we've gotten so used to over the seasons of them, you know, shooting in really tight uh, sets. Right? It's like they haven't used like big open spaces. And, and so when they do that, it's like immediately jarring or, or mm-hmm. not jarring. It just immediately uh, is, is noticeable. And it breathes like this. Yes. They actually exist in the, in the outer world as well as, you know, just where they are. And they, 
but yeah. do this big time in the second episode, which we'll talk about in our next episode. Well, I just even thinking about that when they went to Atlantic City. Oh my God! Remember <laughs> all that? I was like, oh my gosh, they're they really they're doing location work. Yeah, but I mean, in the Atlantic City episodes, a lot of them were in the hotel rooms and a lot of them were in really tight shot scenes. So they weren't like showing, uh, you know, showing a lot of extras and showing a lot of people around. So I don't know. Yeah, it was, no, it was really cool. I think it was just mainly when he was playing the slots. That way I would just like, oh. yeah. Bazinga! <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, but I know I like it or something like that. Uh, my takeaway is going to be about. Nandor's sound machine. Ah, okay. I'm glad Love you brought it. that up too. <laughs> I, I was going to say that one, but yes, the, definitely. The titles for his sound machine. <laughs> I didn't even notice that Guillermo was explaining what he was talking about till the closed caption watching. <laughs> Did you see that, Christy? What? That but, when he would, when Nandor would say what his title oh, was, what it really Guillermo was, would say what it really is. I didn't, I didn't catch him saying that until the second watching. Do you have that? I do. Oh, I do. okay, okay. You made it sound like you didn't know the, what I was talking about. No, the rainy night at the leaky castle, which is just rain. <laughs> yeah, just rain. Creatures which is funny because I was, I was watching it while it was raining outside. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> is there what? <laughs> <laughs> Creatures of the night. So we did get a Belagosi Dracula quote in this, which was yes. a nice little nod to the entire genre. Uh, Banshee Whale, which is the white noise. White. That was great. <laughs> uh, I think the second one's better. <laughs> the last one is my the favorite. The last one. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Abandoned Orphanage, which is Twinkle Twinkle. <laughs> and Nandor's like, very creepy. With <laughs> a big grin on his face. Uh, did we? Did we skip Andy? <gasps> we did. I'm sorry. It's okay. We can come back to me. That's a, Christy I was knew also that gonna, was the I one was he also, wanted to do. That's why she skipped I him. did not. Okay. But so. I was also going to say that one. I was going to say that <laughs> one. So it's good that you skipped me. But um, All right, I Andy just, I, I love that the show, well, I want to, I love that the show five seasons in still finds ways to make vampire jokes about regular people things. <laughs> and it's still funny every time. <laughs> like I'm not that bored of fresh. it. It it sounds like original. It's the creepy paper all over again. It's jokes. It's the same type of joke we've heard for five seasons, and it's still still slaps. Like yep. it's incredible. I think it's a good credit to the writers that they they can keep the theme going but keep it fresh. I re- I really agree with you there. Yeah. All right, Andy. Um, what is your takeaway? There was so much stuff because they did them all second. Like there truly was a lot of stuff. Um, so my second one, um, Colin is a waiter. Oh, is a waiter. that is, yeah. Uh, With his flair. So, so on his, good. On his collar. He's got a he, pin on his collar. He's got so much flair. He's got several. But when, he's, when, and he's wearing, I didn't really put this together until now. He's wearing flair, but it's like a fancy restaurant. It's not a TGI Fridays. Yeah, it's, Yeah. <laughs> I love my favorite part of his whole like thing. All of it was so good. But my favorite part was when that woman was crying and the guy was like, no, it's okay. We can figure out. He's like, sorry, excuse my reach. And just is pouring water. (laughs) Cause I know that everyone has had those, those waiters that you're like in the middle of a deep conversation. You're like, okay, we got to stop. And when we go the the very few rare times we go to 
a super expensive restaurant and we have a waiter that doesn't write stuff down. I always had that same concern the guy had in this one. He's like, are you, you got any of this? He's like, yeah, I don't write anything down. And then he walks away and says, I think I know what you want. (laughs) Jalapeno poppers, jalapeno poppers and jalapeno poppers. And here's six plates of veggie dumplings and pudding. And when he's interrupting that serious moment and he, he, he fills the water and when he's pushing putting the water back over he's spilling water all over oh, the yeah. table in the plate it was yeah. just uh, uh yeah i'm i mean i had a good time with baby colin and the, the growth of colin last year but i'm really happy that he's back to his shenanigans and it's such a perfect it's such a perfect energy vampire it is oh yeah wow. the waiter is a good it, good it's change a good one. now and maybe this is more of a discussion for later but what i wonder what what happened to his job that year he was a child? Did he just, is he no call, no show after a couple of weeks? Probably? I think he, didn't he get fired like before he died or something? Didn't he like, I man, the company he went under, remember. he like, tra- he yeah. became that a manager be, and, he, and he tanked the company. That, that actually would, that would check out. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like that that makes sense. I think he became a manager and then he did presentations, but the presentations were nothing. And he was like, I don't know what we actually do. And then like the company went under and he just tanked it. I do remember him saying he's he's worked there for X amount of years and doesn't actually know what this company does. (laughs) Turns out we do like they make like playground equipment or something. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Matt, your takeaway. Okay, um, I want to give a line because I always give lines when I'm debating between the two. But I think, oh boy, I think I'm going to go with the Nandor one because it's it goes back to like how disconnected they become to um, humans and human life. So I'm trying to now I'm trying to find it. I just had it is before the mall. Um, there we go. So they were talking. They Laszlo. They're at dinner or <laughs> pseudo dinner because they don't eat. Laszlo is still contemplating what Guillermo said about he won't be around forever. And Ender said it could be he's going to die soon. That's something that humans do. Or he could get his old job at Panera Bread back. That's something all humans <laughs> do at some point. <laughs> that was the line that made me write that down. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I did laugh at that one too. <laughs> he also talks a oh lot. He he says he says a birthday is a terrible terrible day, and they're like they live like two three hundred years tops. tops yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did have I did have a little like uh rash I had to rationalize not rationalize but one of those little conversations in my head, not not the loud ones like I usually have that end with fire just a normal one where <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was like. I was like, they don't even know when his birthday is. And I'm then I thought, well, you know what? Chances are the entire time they've known him, they've never celebrated his birthday. So technically they have forgotten his birthday. Just pick a year of which one they forgot. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've done Gizmo birthday before. I kind of feel like that but too. I can't, but remember. I can't remember either. <clears throat> Unless they did oh, maybe they're mm, what are they doing? Didn't they Wasn't do something for Nandor? Like a party? Because I kind of remember Guillermo wearing a party hat crooked for some reason. I don't know why. It just mm-hmm. seems like something that would happen. What did they get the creepy paper for? That was, that was for the, that Baron. was the Baron's entrance. Oh, that's right. This is going to be a great return. We're, we're now, that that's the, that's the thing. We're five years into it now. We're actually starting to forget details. Because most <laughs> yeah. of the show is saying, I think this happened. I don't know if that really happened. It seemed like it could. I don't know. We're, we got like, like 40 hours of data to go through in our heads over the past four years to remember this shit. I mean, I know that they've had 
Guillermo centered celebrations before. I just don't remember if it was actually a birthday or not. Right. Yeah. Because they've given him these as rewards before. <laughs> yeah. All right, Quint, back to you for your final takeaway. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the one that um, Andy already alluded to. Um, and it's, it's uh, uh, Laszlo's line um, when he's walking through the, uh, through the mall. And it starts with baby village. Makes sense to keep them all in one place. <laughs> yeah. That's called London shoes. Now, if the shoes are really from London, they'd have shit all over them. Bikini warehouse must be some sort of brothel. Then the, the person interrupts them trying to sell them something. He's like, no, fuck off. Can't be sidetracked with cheap sex potions. Again, like just back to Andy's point, it's like Matt Berry's on fire again. Yeah. And I can't imagine that, that at least some of this shit wasn't just ad-libbed by him. I thought so too, but I go back to the fact that they had to change all those signs. Like they're not going to put up fifty signs for him to riff off of. They they had to be pretty specific. But he was. It, but that's a testament to maybe this. Maybe the sex potions line. Maybe, I don't that, know. Well, it, I think um, it's a, a testament to him that he worked with what he had and made it really good and memorable and seamless. It's like it's one of those things where I didn't think about how these signs had to be done and whatnot till after the fact. It, it, he, he is. I, I I agree with both you and Andy, and I think Christie's agreed too. He is. He is on point this year again. Yes. Yeah, I I just I th I found the delivery and just the content. Of course, a lot of Laszlo's content tickles me because I'm still like a ten year old boy <laughs> right, yeah. um, in my humor sense of humor uh, consumption. But still, it was just it was really well done. I thought. Well, they do they do a really good job at doing what it's always sunny does. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Does they make lowbrow humor elevated and funny? To where like it's poop jokes, he's saying they would be covered in shit, and then, like it's sex jokes, but it's done in a way that like everyone can enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's this the setup around it too. The situation makes it funny too. You're not necessarily expecting what about what just happened sometimes. And what's really kind of funny, I was actually as I was looking up different things about this episode and and getting pictures and different things, there was a comparison between this show and Always Sunny. They oh, were saying, hey. like, is what we do in the shadows the new Always Sunny? <laughs> well, that's been on I'm for like, like 18 years now, so I yeah, hope so. It's, it just, it's airing its 15th season, Wow, I think. okay. But they I thought do, I was wow. really exaggerating, but not by much. They do, they do like eight episodes a season. Like, they start out with like 10 or 13, and now they, I think, only do like eight to 10. So they don't do full 23, which what we do in the shadows only does 10. 10, and, yeah. 10 yeah. to 10, so yeah, but they're on their... 14th or 15th season the longest running uh longest running live not live but like a person show yeah <laughs> I, joking, I think the simpsons are animated i jokingly said 18 but they must be renewed to 18 because imdb yeah. has them listed up until 18 they don't have any episodes under the seasons but they they're, have the numbers wow they're another they're another show that they're like just take as much money as you need you got a blank <laughs> check to do whatever you want we know you'll use it in a way that's good so all right, Andy, your final takeaway. Okay. I'm going to say this one, and hopefully I'm not taking Christy or Matt's because this was a pretty big thing, and I'm hyping it up because it's a pretty big thing. <laughs> well, Andy, I'll, I have 50 things, so chances are you're not taking them all. <laughs> okay, as long as you have backups. <laughs> okay. But the guide, Kristen Shaw, gets an intro yep. graphic mm -hmm. in the yes. opening credits. Yep. Yes. Which means that she's around to stick around. But she's not in uh, this episode. 
but she's not in this episode. <laughs> but she's around to stick around, and good for her for negotiating yeah. featured role player uh, credit. Yeah. Uh, but it was just it was fun to see that because they, um, I was like expecting them to do something with the credits as they have in the past, play with it a little bit. Uh, but the fact that she was in it is really cool because now she we know that she's going to be in the season. She's not just a a side character that's there with other people. Um, and she's in the advertising too. She's in the yeah. oh yeah she's and, in all uh, the pictures and everything still, like that. that. That picture they made of them flying. Yeah, and I really like that they added somebody else into it because again, it's it's showing the show is evolving and not being like we're just going to stick with the core people and that's who it's going to be 10 years down the road. It's the same opening. Like they truly are looking to evolve and grow the show mm. uh, for what's needed. Yeah. And having that character adds an extra layer because she has powers and she has connections that they don't have or they don't show off as much. So, so the fact that she got that was really fun. Christy did audibly exclaim, when she popped up <laughs> and I love that I, did, they, I had to go back. I had to <laughs> rewind it. I was like, did I see what I just saw? I like the fact that they based most of her historic pictures, which there weren't a lot of, but there were enough on what little we know about her past. I was like, wow. Okay. They really pulled in that, that story. She told the Laszlo at that time <laughs> in the, in the vampire console. <laughs> All about the, the having sex with Van Halen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. I forgot about that stuff. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Uh, my last takeaway. I'm just going to mention it because we keep going back to it in little cuts and scenes of Guillermo getting turned by Derek. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome, I think. Very messily. Yeah. <laughs> just the amount of arterial spray. And I love... Here's the... Okay. Here's my question. So we figured out that vampires do not show up on camera, correct? Or have we? They determined don't show that? up in mirrors, but now cameras are mirrorless, so oh, it, okay. it technically works out. Okay, because I was like, mm. you got to assume they're shooting digitally. Yeah, if you that's want true. This to work, that's true. Which is not a far cry. No, but I, I, well, I, I mean, have. Yeah, it would shoot the whole mockumentary thing down completely, yeah. right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> But I, I have to say, I do love, and they and they use it on the next episode as well, but the whole use of security cams mm-hmm. and back and forth, because I mean, they did that back when uh, they had the, um, they were in the animal shelter, the pound. Yeah. But, and, and they've done, have they done it anymore than that? They've done, they Probably, did it, yeah. they've done it like multiple times, but they've used different camera angles from like cameras that would be there in the world. Oh yeah. And, and last year in the, in the, um. In the club, when she's setting it on fire, those are all, those are all the security cams. Um, but definitely, I I love that whole thing where he's the level of detail when he bites his neck, and then they show the spray come up on the on the camera, <laughs> it flies all the way to the ceiling. And it, they do a great job with his makeup. Like the longer it takes them to for him to get to drink Derek's blood, he's he his skin color is changing. It's almost almost to the point of green like he's he's blue got a blue hue from the loss of blood and almost green at the end to like show how much blood he's actually lost and how long this has <laughs> gone on i i don't know i don't know that physically it it, it when you cut an artery oh, yeah. that it sprays oh, no. six to ten feet 
<laughs> or that it but lasts it was, for that long. If he struck the aorta, which is, that's a deep bite. Quinn and yeah. I can attest to this. Who was that hockey player? Like, like almost the guy's coming up on 10 years. who got clipped in the yeah. neck with a skate. Was that the goalie? Yeah. No, no, it was by the oh, goal. No. It happened by the goal, but it was just a, it was a guy. It was a skate. It was one of the, one of the players. He got hit in, in there and that blood shot out all over the ice. It was horrific. Yeah. yeah it was really bad. Well, that's why goalies wear those neck protect <laughs> right. neck things now because I think there was a goalie that that happened to. Actually, too. I think you're right. That did happen. I was the one I was, was referring a... to was uh, it was another skater. He 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 got, he had enough energy to skate to his team side of the of the bench yeah. and then collapsed. Why, why are we talking that. about this? this is awful. We can talk about yeah. it in the fictitious sense all night, but when we talk about real stuff. I get queasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't look at your own blood, huh? Okay. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, I, I didn't write this down, so I guess I could share the whole getting interrupted by him having to, to clean the toilet and the, the urgency said, if I don't do it, they're just going to go on top of what's there and nobody wants that. And I'm like, <laughs> I've seen that at way too many sporting arenas to agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, was, that was for, I, I had that for Big Bike too, because <laughs> yeah. it was just like, oh man. I just, I, I also love the comedy of Guillermo just spinning in circles. Like he could have just stood there it would be a choice of no, I feel like a regular person would just kind of stand there and move back and forth a little bit, but for the comedy of the scene to spin around in circles, to make the blood yeah. go literally everywhere, including on the camera. Yeah. A great. Yeah. Choice. Like, yeah. Like Christy said on the camera is great choice. Now, I wonder if it got yeah. on his cardigan. The one thing he didn't want to get blood on. <laughs> he put it on a shelf. <laughs> put it far enough away from uh. him. All right, Matt, your final takeaway. All right. My final takeaway is going to be, the fact that continuing that part of the conversation, Guillermo and his turn, which is without talking about what happens next episode, we got some hints here that something has happened to him, but not what he or normally would be expected. We got the first hint that something definitely happened when he woke up from, from um, well, first he drinks Derek's blood and violently passes out, but he wakes up with his eyes glowing red. Okay. So that's definitely something. Then he goes to the eye doctor and he they're like, do you have better than 2020 eyesight? You're wearing a very strong prescription that you don't need, but he has him put in just blank glass or just, you know, uncurved glass into it. So he can keep up his Clark Kent impersonation, I guess. <laughs> but we have some hints that something has happened, but not, we don't know what, and it doesn't seem to be fully, fully turning him into a vampire. And I'm that, this is the thing I'm, was looking forward to the most when we last talked, and it's the thing I'm looking forward to most this season because I think with him having Van Helsing blood is the key to everything that's happening mm-hmm. or not happening, whichever you want to whichever way you want to look at it right now. Yeah, I think that Van Helsing blood is going to make a big difference. Yeah, he has not put two and two together. For nope, that. not yet. And I don't know if this was a, I don't know if this was an uh, a mistake. Like if you would count this as like a goof or not. If he is twenty tw- better than twenty twenty vision, <laughs> and he's been wearing glasses for sixteen days for yeah. like terrible vision, has he not noticed that it's not clear, or can is are his eyes adjusting to be like whatever's on my face? I can see because he puts he's been wearing the glasses and he's seeing just fine. He hasn't been like oh these are making my eyes hurt because they're so heavily prescribed prescription it's his superpower <laughs> yeah and well, so like his eyes can adjust or they just didn't realize it and they didn't want to give it away and they're like All yeah. right, it's kind of a thing you have to suspend your disbelief on i think it's that yeah. because i immediately yeah. thought of the 
the first Spider-Man where Peter Parker puts his glasses on the night after getting bit by a spider and everything's blurry until he takes them right. off again. Yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing. It's I think it's just a story element and I can easily forgive it. It's not a stretch at all. Yeah. <laughs> if we're if that's the worst thing about the episode, then that's that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so those are our three takeaways from this. As always, uh, thank you for joining us. Now we are going to delve deeper into our takeaways because man, a lot happened during this one episode. Uh, in our Patreon Big Bite episode, which is uh, for Patreon, you'll hear it in just a second. But if you aren't a subscriber to Patreon, please feel free to support us on uh, neozaz.com or no, patreon.com slash neozaz. (laughs) I reversed them. Uh, So thank you so much, Andy and Quint. Thank you. Thank you. And Matt, you live here? Of course. Uh, so and thank you for letting me live here with the dumb things I've done in the past 23 years. You're welcome. Four, 23, 24, 24. Oh, like that. My There's one. Add that, that to the list. Wow. Add that to the list. Wow. And we will see you next episode.